again. This is Kevin Devine, Online Gaming Podcast, show 21. I know I was thinking that there'd be a 20B, but that didn't happen. Anyways, so, uh, what's going on in the world of online uh, games? Well, actually not so much since my last podcast. April's kind of been a bit slow. Um, what we've got out there is uh, an online tournament held Sunday, April 15th at Wizard Cards. Oh, registration's open to everybody. Uh, opens at 12 p.m. Closes at 12.45. Tournament at 1 p.m. All times are Eastern time. It's probably Eastern Daylight. Boardspace.net has a fourth Zertz game type, Zertz Extreme. Uh, the post says, In this mode, you start by adding as many rings in whatever configuration you want. The first player adds the ring, then the second player chooses who moves first. If certain boards become established in regular use, I'll add one button access to them. But now it can be tedious to add all those rings. Not as bad as actually positioning rings from a box, though. <laughs> Asobrain.com has added a new game called Brainiac. Um, it looks it looks like something familiar. Uh, Asobrain has a uh, reputation for taking a game that already exists and changing its name and making it. I'm not positive what the game is. Uh, modeled after. Short description says you have six tiles containing two colors at the start of each turn. There are six different colors, red, green, orange, yellow, and magenta. After each turn, your tiles will be refilled. Each turn, you get to lay one of your tiles on the board. Right mouse button to rotate. For each direction of each of the of your placed colors except the direction of the pairing color, you score a point for that color until you hit another color than the one on your placed tile. Your end score will be the score of the color you least scored on, the black line. The player with the worst color is the winner. Your first tile must neighbor one of the fixed starting points already on the board, one on which no other player has already placed a tile. This game sounds really familiar and I cannot place the name of it. Um, bonus turn if you reach the end of your scoring field for one or more colors 18 points you get to place another tile discard at the end of the turn if you don't have any tiles containing the color you have least scored on you get to discard all your current tiles and get six new ones the end of the game the game is finished when a player reached the end of the scoring field for each color and score equals 18, or when no tiles can be placed on the board anymore because it is full. The winner is the player with the best least scoring color. When two or more players have the same end score, the winner is determined by looking at the second worst color. That's asobrain.com. Ludaholic has posted up into their forums... Ludaholic needs developers. Ludaholic has a growing list of licensed titles. I have so many that if I did adapting them all by myself, I would be coding until 2009. And this is posted by the developer. And there are more licenses being negotiated. A lot more. So I'm in need of some talented people to help me code these games for play-by-web. If interested, visit the Ludaholic wiki 
wiki developer page for more information and it's www.ludaholic.com slash wiki slash index.php slash developers it's also in the forums at Ludaholic if you have any questions please feel free to reply to this post and I will answer them here that was posted by Buglading the Ludaholics developer uh, there have been some updates to Erland at Ludaholic Oh, oh, whole bunch of them. A uh, bunch of bug fixes, but some new features. Added new results panel to the right of the confirm actions panel. This new panel will show the area chosen for the turn and will display a summary of points scored by all players for the area chosen. The change will allow you to see which area was scored without having to scroll to the bottom of the page to read the log. Added a small text label under each player's name. This label will show the player's score. This change will allow you to easily see the player's score without having to scroll down to the game board and look at the track. Small panic marker added in new results panel that is displayed when a panic has occurred for the epoch. This change will serve as a reminder to you that the panic for the epoch has already occurred. Uh, also, as of today, auction results will now be displayed in the results panel and that was done on April 3rd so any game after April 3rd will have those new enhancements checking out the developers uh, page and the Ludaholic wiki the Ludaholic project is constantly looking for gifted driven developers who can work independently and get the job done if you would like to develop games for the Ludaholic project you must meet the following requirements 21 years of age or older, over 25 is preferred. I think that has to do with some legal um, uh, ramifications. For real-time play development, coding experience with scripts, HTML, and XML languages, uh, and XML languages used are Pascal script and VBScript. For web play, play-by-web development, experience with PHP, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. A dedication to the task, quitting midway, will not be tolerated. That happened um, on their other project, CCG Workshop. A lot of things got started, and they never really got finished. So, The understanding that you will keep your game updated as the engine grows and becomes more sophisticated. Uh, that somewhat ends up being a bit of a problem, where you become a project lead, you develop it, and then later on, no one, you never come back to it. So, uh, and then it says not to be affiliated with or work for any CCG Workshop or Ludaholic competitor. That goes along with the other two, dedication to the task and an understanding of keep your game updated. Um, and developers are actually will get paid um, royalties when... Ludaholic goes to a pay service, so you do have to sign a non-disclosure agreement, which is one of the reasons why you have to be 21 years of age or over. Uh, one of those legal things basically says you will not divulge the secrets of the code. It is a commercial site, therefore you have to do that and uh, return the non-disclosure agreement. And I know that locks out some of, the, some of the younger crowd, but it's done because it is, like I said, a business, and they'd like it to go along um, in a 
business-like fashion. So there you go if you'd like to be a ludaholic developer and go there. Brett Spielwelt um, has a new game, Notre Dame. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned that last time. I don't think it was up last time. Um, not much I can say about Notre Dame, except it's up, it's working, you can go play it. Goldtoken.com, monthly newsletter, as always, beginning of the month. And for one, Super Duper Games, I don't see anything new, interestingly enough. So, <laughs> like I said, it was it's kind of slow. A uh, couple things up for Vassal. Uh, Shogi on Vassal. Hey, everyone, just submitted a Vassal version of Shogi. Uh, Korean The Forgotten War 1.6 has been uh, added to the site. Flying Colors for Vassal. It's a Flying Colors module. Road Rage 1.4. Uh, new cars and new track. Paths of Glory module update. I have added low-res scans of the 2004 cards so that the full text should be legible. Only other changes are in adding a deck window versus using the board, card inventory, number of cards in player's hand, and clipped my counters. Let me know if there are scenario setup problems or other things needing fixes. And that's all the updates for the Vassal Engine, vassalengine.org. Uh, Wargameroom.com, always good for a few updates. CNC Ancients, updated to 1.7. Europe Engulfed, 9.4. Sword of Rome to 3.8. And Wilderness War to 3.0. So all of those have been updated. And again, I still have not been able to get a Wargameroom.com game going. Uh, I'd planned on a couple different reviews, none of which I actually was able to accomplish. So I, I, I hate to end the podcast right here, but uh, the reviews I wanted to go at uh, were... I was just going to run down some uh, Flash online games, something that's not really board games, but semi-related to online gaming. But I uh, haven't really finished uh, going over the, uh, the, the the Flash online-based games and other things like that. I had a pretty full weekend and week. I was very busy at work, and then I was sick over the weekend. So I didn't get as far as I really wanted to get, which is kind of unfortunate, but... Um, I'm not sure uh, if I really want to tack on just a hackneyed review that just goes over a few things or if I want to get the complete thing all done for you. I wanted to get the news segment done, even though there wasn't a lot, uh, especially the Ludaholic uh, announcement. I know some of you out there wouldn't mind being play-by-web developers. but um, So I'm going to really work hard over the next week or two, trying to come up with some ideas for this podcast because it's kind of waning on sites to review. I kind of hit the big ones. Uh, there's the really big ones, the the real-time ones that I've been having some trouble getting in games with uh, because I'm really not available to actually play an entire game uh, on a real-time site. I just want to kind of test them out. So I'm doing my best and try to bring you a quality podcast uh, as as soon as I can. So, 
thank you for listening. And uh, maybe I'll have something for you guys next week. I'm kind of hoping that that might be the case. Uh, But again, if I go my two weeks like I normally do, I'll see you in two weeks. Hopefully there will be more news. So I'll talk to you later. This show is part of the Gaming Podcast Network. Great podcasts exploring every aspect of gaming imaginable. This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com. We hope you enjoyed today's online gaming podcast. If you have any feedback, questions, or comments, please go to onlinegamingpodcast.blogspot.com or email kdivine at yahoo.com.